Aloha and welcome to another episode of the English 2.0 podcast. My name is Al. Thank you so much for downloading and watching today. Today we're going to do speaking skills number 13. All right, so uh, it's going to be a great episode. I hope you stay tuned. We're going to learn a lot of awesome things today as always. And we're going to get to it in just one second. Now, before we get into today's podcast, I just want to remind you that 2020 is almost over. So that's good news for a lot of us. But that means you have only one more, well, actually two more weeks to get uh, my hot 25 idioms for 2020 because 2020 is almost over. So make sure you go get those at alsensei.com forward slash idioms. Also, please make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast and please share this with your friends, your family, your classmates, and your colleagues, and I would really, really appreciate it. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Speaking Skills is a series where I like to give you the most practical and useful skills available to help you speak with more uh, passion and more confidence and more fluency. And this is because you don't need to translate from your native language. You can come right from your heart. And all you need to do is remember what you're doing and how you're feeling. Okay, if you can do those things, then you can speak fluently. Now, today we're going to talk about describing past events. Now, if you missed, go back and watch uh, episode speaking skills number 12, where I talked about future plans. So today we're going to go in the past and we're going to describe past events. Now with future, we're kind of, you know, guessing or predicting or just outlining our plans. We don't know for sure. So it's a little bit different than describing the past, something that's already happened, something that you already know and you can describe in detail with hopefully more clarity. So today I'm going to talk about a few things here. Now, keep in mind, this is not a grammar lesson. Okay. So, I don't want these to be like remembering grammar or going over past grammatical uh, forms and things like that, although they are necessary for this. So if you are having trouble with, for example, simple past forms of the verbs, you're not ready for this episode yet. Go back and keep working on your simple past forms because that, that is one of the really, really key things to help you become more of a natural speaker. One of the three key areas that I recommend going back and really, really getting down strongly so that you can really perform when you get on to the higher levels of English fluency. Now, of course, when you talk about past events, you are using simple past. You are mixing in some other, other forms of past, for example, present perfect uh, and past continuous. You might even be using past present. I don't want to talk about grammatical things today. I want to talk about how you can use what you already know about grammar to be more of a fluent and natural sounding speaker. So that's what we're doing today. So we're going to go over three points. First, we're going to talk about setting the stage. Second, we're going to talk about sequencing. And then third, we're going to talk about commenting. All right. So let's get to it. Now, first, we're going to talk about setting the stage. Now, what do I mean by setting the stage? Setting the stage is usually one sentence or maybe two sentences that help un the listener understand the general event and usually you're just, just uh, talking about the when and where, okay? Now, 
when we talk about past events, keep in mind we could be describing a vacation that we took, or maybe you're giving the details of a meeting to your colleague that your colleague may have missed. You're reporting the meeting details to your colleague who was sick or something like that. Or it could be anything. You know, maybe you had a party last weekend that you want to talk, tell your friend about. So anything that happened in the past and you're talking to someone now and you're telling them about those events in the past. Okay? So setting the stage, let's use our, we'll, we'll do two examples as we go along in, for each step. Now for the first example, let's use uh, a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> okay, so maybe you took a trip to Hawaii and let's say you did that um, two years ago. Okay, so your opening sentence for setting the stage, well, it's very, very simply, I visited Hawaii two years ago. Okay, so you're giving the time and also the place, the when and the where, and helping the listener understand kind of the general overall event that you want to describe. Okay, the setting. So one more time, please repeat after me. I visited Hawaii two years ago. Great, okay. And then if you want, you can add another sentence, like I did a ton of fun things, okay? Or something like that, where you do, you're about to describe what you did. So let's do that one more time. I did a ton of fun things. Okay, so we've got two sentences to help set the stage. Now, let's use our meeting example. Hey, we had a meeting yesterday morning at 8 a.m. It's a bit early, but we'll use that example. Yeah? One more time. We had a meeting yesterday morning at 8 a.m. Okay, good. Now maybe the boss or the manager went over a lot of things. Okay, so let's add that sentence in. Our manager went over a lot of things. Okay, one more time. Our manager went over a lot of things. Okay, good. Okay, so we've set the stage now for both examples. That's the first step, or first thing that we wanna go over. And keep in mind again, just to highlight what we've used in terms of the past. In the first one, I used the word visited, not visit, but I visited Hawaii. And then yesterday we had a meeting, not we have a meeting, but we had a meeting. So you have to make sure you've got those verb forms down. All right, now let's move on to the next step. The next step is called sequencing, okay? so. When you talk about past events, it's really, really helpful for the listener that you describe things in a sequence, which usually it's easiest to understand in a, what we call chronological order, which means time order. Okay, so how did it occur naturally through time? Okay, so for example, if something happened, if we have three events and maybe they happened on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, well, if I start with the Wednesday activity and then jump to Monday and then, then go to Tuesday, it's really hard for somebody to, to follow that. Okay, so try to keep your events in order. We'll use three, okay? Now, there's a lot of sequencing words or language that you can use. We're just gonna keep it simple for now. Okay, so let's first think of our activities. So for Hawaii, uh, let's say you uh, went surfing, you ate shrimp, and you drove to the North Shore. So three really good activities to do while you're in Hawaii. And let's just use our really simple 
sequencing language first. Again, then you can add more and more as you go further, but let's get the basics down first. Now, what sequencing word can we use for the first activity? Well, simply first, okay? So first, I went surfing. Okay, one more time, please repeat. First, I went surfing. Okay, now for the next activity, we can use the word next, okay? So let's use next. So next, I ate shrimp. Okay, one more time. Next, I ate shrimp. Okay, excellent. And for the last thing, we can use the word finally. Okay, so finally, I drove to the North Shore. Okay, nice job, one more time. Finally, I drove to the North Shore. Well done, nice job. Okay, so you've, let's put those now, let's use them in order. Uh, let's say them all together. So please repeat after me. First, I went surfing. Next, I ate shrimp. And finally, I drove to the North Shore. Okay, excellent job, well done. Okay, so you can see how that works together. And again, there's more words than that that you can use for your sequencing, but let's keep it the basics first. I mean, but just to answer, I know you have a question, oh, can, do we have to use the word next? No, you can use, uh, or, you know, let's, okay, with the word first, you can use um, on the first day, or the first thing I did, or you know, at the beginning, or things like that, depending on your activity or at your events. The second uh, part in the middle, we have next, of course you can use then, or you can use after that, or on the following day, or on the next day, you know, like these words, again, a lot of words you can use. And then finally, or on the last day, or at the end, at the end of my trip. Okay, so there's a lot of sequencing phrases and words you can use, okay? But just make sure that you add those in with your activities in the time or chronological order. All right. Excellent. Now let's use our meeting example. Okay. So maybe your, your manager mentioned three important things. Okay. So let's go over one example. So maybe your manager mentioned the first thing was the meeting agenda. Okay. So let's use the phrase went over the meeting agenda. Okay. So please repeat after me. So first he went over the meeting agenda. Okay. Good. One more time. First, he went over the meeting agenda. Okay, now let's use the next thing he talked about, which was he outlined our quarterly strategy. Okay, so please repeat after me. Next, he outlined our quarterly strategy. Okay, very good. One more time. Next, he outlined our quarterly strategy. Okay, well done. And let's go on to the last thing, which was he talked about something fun, maybe the company Christmas party. Okay, so finally, he announced the company Christmas party. Okay, great, one more time. Finally, he announced the company Christmas party. Okay, wonderful, nice job. Okay, so let's put those all together.
Okay, so remember our manager is talking at the meeting. First, he went over the meeting agenda. Next, he outlined our quarterly strategy. And finally, he announced our company Christmas party. Okay, excellent job, well done. All right, now let's move on to the third thing, which is to comment, okay, or commenting. All right, now after you talk about those things, maybe you wanna give your personal comment about it, okay? And this can be just very easy, one sentence and that's it, okay? So maybe uh, regarding your Hawaii trip, it was amazing. Okay, one more time, it was amazing. Okay, excellent. Now remember, not is, but it was amazing, okay? So that's where we're using the past there, okay? Or we had a fantastic time. Okay, good, one more time. We had a fantastic time. Okay, I mean, any, it's up to you, whatever comment you wanna say. Now let's use our uh, meeting example. So, uh, okay, let's use this very simple example. Uh, it was a good meeting. Okay, one more time. It was a good meeting. Okay. Uh, or maybe you have another comment. Way maybe it was a really long meeting. Okay, one more time. It was a really long meeting. Okay, nice job. Okay, so now when you put all those things together, then you've got a whole picture that someone can really, really understand these past events very, very easily and you're communicating very fluently, all right? So let's just put it all together and then you can practice by yourself. I'll just put them all together so you can hear what it sounds like. Yeah. So let's use our Hawaii example first, okay? So remember to set the stage, then sequence and then comment. Okay, so let's use our Hawaii example. So I visited Hawaii two years ago. I did a ton of fun things. First, I went surfing. Next, I ate shrimp. And finally, I drove to the North Shore. It was amazing. Okay, so you can see how it all fits together there in a nice sequence. Now, this is our meeting example. So. We had a meeting yesterday morning at 8 a.m. Our boss went over a lot of things. Okay. First, he went over the meeting agenda. Next, he outlined our quarterly strategy. And finally, he announced our company Christmas party. It was a really long meeting. Okay, so there you have two examples. So remember to do those things and you'll be describing past events with very 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 nice fluency and it'll be very easy for the listener to understand all right so if you have any questions as usual you can always email me al at alsensei.com please get my hot idioms for 2020 alsensei.com at uh, forward slash idioms all right and make sure you're subscribed to the english 2.0 podcast and please share with your friends your classmates and your colleagues Thank you so much, guys. I really got a really, really great episode coming up next week on Christmas. It'll be a Christmas special, so don't miss, uh, don't miss that. And we'll look forward to seeing you then. And until then, 
Happy holidays wherever you are, and I will see you again next week. Aha, aloha, and mahalo. And level up your learning and level up your life, everybody. Okay, so first, he outlined 